Welcome to Words of Inspiration with Rev. James T. Brown, Jr., the lead pastor of Tabernacle of Worship. Let's join today's message in progress. Glory to his wonderful name. Well, family, we're continuing in our series today. We're continuing in our series, The Open Door, The Open Door. And I want you to turn in your Bible with me, your Bible, your your Bible app, whatever you're using to read the word with. I want you to turn to the book of Acts today, the book of Acts. And we're going to look at chapter 11, the book of Acts, chapter 11. We're going to begin at verse 21. Acts 11 and 21. And here the word of God reads, it says, And the hand of the Lord was with them, and a great number believed, and turned unto the Lord. Then tidings of these things came unto the ears of the church which was in Jerusalem. And they sent forth Barnabas, that he should go as far as Antioch, who when he, when he came... And had seen the grace of God, was glad and exhorted them all, and exhorted them all that with purpose of heart they would cleave unto the Lord. They would cleave unto the Lord. We're speaking today from the subject hold onto Jesus. Hold onto Jesus. We've got to hold on to him, church. We've got to hold on to him. And in fact, as we look at our text, we must begin truly looking at the foundation. We must truly begin looking at the foundation. And that foundation actually lets us see this text a little clearer. So before the ministers um, had gotten to Antioch, before they had gotten there, they had been scattered abroad following the persecution of believers that arose after Stephen's death. You remember when Stephen was stoned um, there. You remember when he was stoned. And so therefore, after that, there was persecution that they went through. And I want you to understand that this was the plan of the enemy. This was the plan of the enemy. I want you to know this, that Satan wanted to scatter and lose them. He wanted to scatter and lose them. But Christ designed to scatter and use them. He designed to scatter and use them. The enemy wanted them to get lost, wanted them to give up, wanted them to get a, become afraid and, and, and to not do the work that God had put before them. But yet the Lord knew he had a plan that this is what exactly what he was going to use or do to use them. He was doing this to use them. I need somebody to type in chat for me. He always has a plan. He always has a plan. You see, even during what we've witnessed these past three years, the Lord is using this season to spread his word even more. He's using this season to spread his word even more, even more. You see, he's got a plan. He's got a plan. And I want you to know something. He has a plan for you. He has a plan for you, too. He has a plan for you, too. So, but, but I want you to know there was so much at the time of this text that was going on in Antioch. So much that was happening in Antioch. It actually became the second operating center of the church. Jerusalem, of course, was the first 
But yet Antioch grew to such a degree that it was the second place that truly was a center or, 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 or a place of operation for the church. A place of operation for the church. You see, a, a great moving of God was taking place. A great moving of God was taking place there and the church was planted in or church was planted in Antioch. See, the church was planted in Antioch. It was planted in Antioch. And I, that's important to know because I want you to know something. I want you to know something. That when a church is planted, a door is opened. When a church is planted, a door is open. When a church is planted in a community within a city, when a church is planted, a door is open. A door is open for the opportunity of the service of God, the people of God, the sons and daughters of God to fulfill the calling on their lives and to reach out and be the hands and feet of our Lord Jesus Christ, of our Lord Jesus Christ. A door is open when a church is planted. And in fact, the first people here that uh, ministers of the church were called to in Antioch were what was known as Grecians. They were Grecians. You see, the Grecians were Greek in language and custom, but they were truly Hebrew. They were truly Hebrew, but they were Greek in language and custom. And after the ministers got there and after they started witnessing about Jesus and ministering the word of God through, from Jesus, then I want you to know that after many of them were converted, or actually many of them were converted, many of them were converted and surrendered their lives to the Lord and their hearts to Jesus. But after the conversion, after all of that takes place, it brings us to our text for today. Look with me back at verse number 21. Look with me back at verse 21. And here it says, And the hand of the Lord was with them, and a great number believed, and turned unto the Lord, and turned unto the Lord. You see, they began having great success. They began having great success there in Antioch. Now, primarily, this was because the hand of the Lord was with them. The hand of the Lord was with them. As our text lets us know, the Lord had already, though, he had already endued them with power to walk in their gifts and abilities. He had already done that. He had already given them power to walk in their giftings and their abilities, but his hand was upon them demonstrating his power. So not only were they able to teach and not only were they able to minister and not only were they able to open up the eyes of those who had not understood the revelation of Christ or ever heard the revelation of Christ, but now they also receive healings and now they also receive deliverance. All of these things were happen, happening because of the demonstration of the power of the Lord that was taking place. And yes, I, I want you to know that there are doors that God has opened for you. There are doors that God has opened for you. But let me share something with you. It's because you were equipped for it. It's because you were equipped for it. The things that God, the door that has been set before you is not a strange door. It is not something that has been set before you because 
It, it could have been set before anyone. No, the door that's set before you is designed for you, for you to walk through it, for you to walk through it because you're equipped. You're equipped for it. You're equipped for it. You're equipped for it. Listen, Jesus had already placed or has already placed what you needed on the inside of your heart. He had already placed what you needed on the inside of your heart. That's why he set the open door before you. He knows exactly what you need and he placed it on the inside of you. He placed it on the inside of you. Now, you need to enter knowing this. That his hand is with you. His hand is with you. His hand is with you. His hand is upon you. You're not going by yourself. You're not going just with your, in your own strength. You're not going in your own ability. You're not going in your own knowledge. You're going with the hand of the Lord being with you and upon you. With you and upon you. So you need to do this. I want you to stop questioning if you're capable to enter the door he has put before you. I want you to stop questioning if you're capable of entering this door. Stop questioning if you're capable of doing what he's calling you to do at this season. Stop questioning it. Stop questioning it. Listen, don't you see the hand of God that's on your life? Don't you see his hand? Don't you see how he's moved you from place to place? Don't you see how he's moved some things out from around you? Don't you see how he's protected you from things, dangers seen and unseen? You have to understand his hand is upon you. You've got to see the fact that the Lord's hand is upon you. So you don't need to keep questioning if this is for you. Stop questioning if this is your season. Stop questioning if this is what God is calling you to. Understand that his hand is on you, guiding you and leading you. Guiding you and leading you. Listen, know that he's giving you the success. He's giving you the success so that he can continue to watch this, advance his kingdom. He's giving you the success so he can continue to advance his kingdom. Because he knows that he can trust you. You've been faithful to follow after his word. You've been faithful to walk and live, in the, live out the gospel. You've been faithful to study. It doesn't mean that you're perfect, but it means that you're faithful. Listen, even when you need to repent, listen, that's the thing. Remember, the, the reason why David was a man after God's own heart, because he was faithful to repent. See, when you know that you've done something in error, you don't have to hide it like, like our culture tells us, like the enemy tries to tell you, because hiding is the strength of sin. But yet when you repent of it, you repent of it and you turn away from it, now it has no power over you. And God wants you to know, and listen, I've already equipped you for this. The Lord Jesus has equipped you for this. And he wants you to know that he wants to build his kingdom based upon what he's doing in and through your life and if he can trust you to be faithful that he can build it he can do it he can do it he can do it listen you have to make sure also to follow after his way his way and not the way of the world let me say that again you have to make sure to follow after his way and not the way of the world not the way of the world. Listen, it's important that you follow your plan. 
or follow the plan rather that God has for you. Don't follow after what man is doing. Listen, I know that here in, in, in the world, there may be shortcuts. There may be easy ways. You, there may be people who say, oh, man, everybody doing this. They're making all kind of money. But listen, you need to look at it. Investigate it. Make sure you research it. And if there's something that checks in your spirit, then that's just not for you. I don't care how much money they're making. I don't care how much, how well everybody's doing. Listen, you got to understand that that season will come to an end. And then the next thing you know, you're, not, you're scared to answer your phone. You're scared to go to the door. You're thinking that it's a, it's a marshal outside or you're a sheriff outside trying to put a subpoena on your door because now they need you to, they need you to testify because of something crazy that's happened. They need to interview you. See, no, no, no. Listen, when, when God does it, when the Lord does it, you don't have to worry about foolishness. You have to worry about foolishness. Listen, the blessings of the Lord bring it out of joy and bringeth no sorrow to it. It addeth no sorrow to it. So listen, you don't have to worry about that. Follow after the ways of God and not the ways of the world. Not the ways of the world. Listen, I want to give you two words that are so important, and I want you to always remember these words. Two words, they're simple. Never compromise. Never compromise. Don't compromise your integrity. Don't compromise your values. Don't compromise what you know God has put in your heart, and you want to, oh, I guess I can do it this way. No, no, no. He's given it to you. He's shown you. He's giving you the blueprint. Follow the blueprint so you can get to the destination. Follow the blueprint so you can construct exactly what he's put in your heart to do. But you'd never compromise. Never compromise. I need somebody to type in chat, I will not compromise. I will not compromise. Listen, don't compromise and lower yourself to someone else's standard or someone else's level. You maintain the standard that God has given you. Thank you for listening to today's message. We pray that it was a blessing to you. If you're in the Metro Atlanta area, we invite you to join us for our regularly scheduled services at Tabernacle of Worship. You will also be able to get this entire message. Please feel free to visit our website at www.taboworship.org. That's www.taboworship.org for more information.